0: Let's come on in, It's sort of, It's one of those things this morning where I think we could like shake it up a little bit and um, if there's like at least, if there's four rows in front of you, you need to move forward three. All right? Is it all right? Can I ask you guys to kind of move forward a few rows um, instead of hanging back quite so far? Sheridan, can you move forward a few rows, please? <laughs> Come on in, come on in. And there's, there's this side as well. There's this side of the auditorium as well. Let's have a nice vibe. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Let's stand to our feet. You can even, you can even utilize the, the space. <gasps> That'd be awesome. Up to you. Come on. All right, come on in. Let's praise our God this morning. Well, he's worthy of all our praise, is he not, the church? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hang on, my Hang on. I can't hear anything. Okay, here we go. I'll try that again. Two.
1: heart we're
0: searching for we want you and nothing more let your glory fill this place your love and your presence It's your heart
1: It's your heart we're searching for we want you and nothing more let your glory
2: Delight to come into your presence together this morning. It's also our desire to encounter you. And so, Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. Thank you that you promised where two or three are gathered, you're here with us. So we know that you're here. We welcome you. We thank you for your presence and we desire to journey with you this morning. And my prayer is that every person in this place would encounter you this morning Lord Uh, no matter what our weeks like no matter where we've come from whether we're feeling good whether we're feeling challenged every person would encounter you in this place this morning so we honor you with our praise we honor you with Thanksgiving we honor you with our presence this morning and I pray your blessing on the city your blessing on this nation on the nations of the world. Father, we lift the uh, the political leaders, the nation leaders to you around the globe at this time, this tense time, and ask that you would have your way. Lord, that you would um, guide them, that they would have an ear toward you. Even those that seem a long way away would have an ear toward you at this time, in Jesus' name. Bless the leaders of the nations, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it's nice to see you. You're doing all right. Another holiday weekend, I was just informed. Sort of. Is anyone working tomorrow? Yeah, see, most most of us. Oh, it wasn't most of us. Yeah, only the suckers are working tomorrow. That's, That's how it goes. Why don't you say hello to two or three people as you take a seat? Introduce yourself if you don't know them. Well, who has had a birthday in the last week or a wedding anniversary in the last week or maybe even got engaged in the last week? We have, Jen. Come and join me. Come and join me if you've had a birthday, a wedding anniversary or got engaged in the last week. Birthdays. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Birthday. <laughs> birthday. Happy engagement. Come on. Fantastic. Happy anniversary. Jen and I celebrated our 25th this year. I know it's hard to believe we were married when we were five. But that's the way it goes. Do you want to stand up, church, and let's declare God's blessing over all of these wonderful people, eh? Here we go father thank you for your family we declare blessing health favor prosperity purpose and protection over them this year activate your love and goodness through each one in jesus name amen amen congratulations it's awesome well done very good well there's a couple of things i would just like to bring your attention to if you're at the prayer meeting on tuesday night One of the things we prayed for was for Anna and Nam. Anna's um, uh, passport had been held up in customs. I'm not sure all the details. Anyway, we prayed that that would be released so that she could get on her way. And um, we heard the next morning that it had been released. So that was very exciting. Very, very good. So thank you for your prayers. Now this one is of, um, make sure you take note of this. Tomorrow night, we're not having a prayer gathering. Anzac Day. Oh, that's Tuesday night. We're not having one tomorrow night either. Um, but we're not having one on Tuesday night this week. So normally come, that just happened, but this week we thought, no, we won't, just for something different. So there is no prayer gathering this Tuesday night. Um, hopefully you got one of these when you came in the door. Did you get one of these? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you haven't got one, hold your hand up and I'll get someone to run around and get one to you. Great, thanks, um, Dominique. Thank you. Yeah, just hold your hand up. <clears throat> Keep your hands up. They're coming. Yeah, here they come, here they come. So this is a new initiative that we're starting in May. It's called Activate School of Leadership. And the idea of the School of Leadership is our community, the marketplace, the church needs more leaders, needs more leaders, quite simply. We need godly leaders everywhere. And uh, so what we thought we'd start is a School of Leadership. And you're invited if you would like to be challenged a little, grow in the area of personal development, leadership in your life, uh, this is for you. And we've done everything possible to get you there. It's on a Tuesday night from 6 to 7.20, so before the prayer gathering, and the cost is zero, nothing. You've just gotta show up, bring something to eat because we're not providing dinner. You gotta provide your own dinner. And um, you'll see the details on the back, There's. Um, where it says speakers include, that's just a sampling. Uh, but you see on the back, throughout this year, there's going to be three four-week-long schools. And the first one starts in May. It's called Personal Transformation. How are you uniquely wired to connect with God and build an ongoing relationship with Him? And the dates for that are the 9th of May, the 16th of May, the 23rd of May, and the 30th of May. So if you come to one, commit to coming to all four, Uh, but you don't have to commit to all three schools during the year at this point. So I'd love to see you there. Um, It is for you. It is to help develop you. It is to help bless our community. It is to help bless our marketplace. It is to help bless the church by developing strong leaders. And uh, our world really needs to see some great godly leaders come through. Now, you could simply do these three courses and leave it at that if you want to, But by next year, I'm hoping we will actually have a pathway where you could go right through and come out the other end with a degree in leadership, should you choose. So that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? So that's the starting point for you. You're very, very quiet. Is it not a good idea? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Whether you agreed or not, it's still a great idea. Okay, what else I need to tell you about? A couple of other things. Kids, there's activity sheets down the back. If you could take those today. There's no kids' uh, church as such. Giving the teachers a break, a holiday. And that'll be good. Pastor Ray is at Westside this morning. So uh, with Pastor Trevor Wreath, He's over there preaching, so that's great. The other thing I just want to draw your attention to is global mission. Look at that. It's pretty cool, isn't it? That's what... Uh, uh, we're filling the basket of the balloon there's 1 2 there's two bricks inside the basket so there's three more bricks to go and we start our new global mandate in may and it would be really cool if we could fill that basket in the next week so i um, don't know how you're going with your faith promise i'm um, i'm hoping that it's coming i'm hoping that you've passed that on uh, that we've got some incredible things happening um, in global mission at the moment. I, um, oh no, I'll save it for another day. But uh, we've got some incredible things happening. So let me pray around that quickly. Father, I thank you that uh, we can join with you in mission around the globe. And Father, I thank you that uh, you stirred us, you stirred our hearts around faith promise. And this morning I ask that if, if that hasn't come in yet, Lord, that you would release that from heaven, that we would be able to meet Uh, what we promised because you've released it from heaven and so father i ask that that would take place this week and that we can bless um, the globe really with what we're reaching out to do in global mission so thank you for the opportunity to be involved with you in this country and beyond and i declare your blessing over every person who is sown into that area in the name of jesus amen it's very cool i've got some cool stories to tell you from china But I'll do that another week. So, we're going to have our psalm reading this morning. Graham, thank you so much. Well, you've got your own piece of paper, I'll let you do that. How about giving Graham a hand? (laughs) Okay.
3: Psalm 69, verses 16 to 36. For the choir director, a psalm of David to be sung. To the tune lilies, but I'm just going to read it to you uh, this morning, <laughs> for your for your sake. Yeah. Answer my prayers, O Lord, for your unfailing love is wonderful. Take care of me, for your mercy is so plentiful. Don't hide from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in deep trouble. Come and redeem me. Free me from my enemies. You know of my shame, scorn and disgrace. You see all that my enemies are doing. Their insults have broken my heart and I am in despair. If only one person would show some pity, if only one would turn and comfort me, but instead they give me poison for food. They offer me sour wine for my thirst. Let the bountiful table set before them become a snare, and their prosperity become a trap. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see, and make their bodies shake continually. Pour out your, out your fury on them, consume them with your burning anger. Let their homes become desolate, and their tents be deserted. To the one you have punished, they add insult to injury. They add to the pain of those you have hurt. Pile their sins up high and don't let them go free. Erase their names from the Book of Life. Don't let them be counted amongst the righteous. I am suffering and in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. Then I will praise God's name of singing, and I will honor him with thanksgiving. For this will please the Lord more than sacrificing cattle, more than presenting a bull with its horns and hooves. The humble will see their God at work and be glad that all who seek God's help be encouraged. For the Lord hears the cries of the needy. He does not despise the his imprisoned people. Praise him, O heaven and earth, the seas and all that move in them. For God will save Jerusalem and rebuild the towns of Judah. His people will live there and settle in their own land. The descendants of those who obey him will inherit the land, and those who love him will live there in safety. May God bless the the reading of his word.
0: Lord, that you are merciful, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your promise, Lord, that you put Lord, in our hearts, Lord, that we can trust you no matter what. Thank you, Lord. When you're ready, we'll stand to our feet. We enter into a time of encountering our God this morning.
1: beautiful name it is the name
0: Death could not hold you.
1: Death could not hold you. The veil tore before you. Silence the bolts of sin and grave, The heavens are roaring. The praise of your glory. i mm-hmm. presence
0: in church this morning I believe God wants to reveal to us give us a revelation of His love through all things through all trials, through all storms and through the good times He's our anchor He loves us so much He is with us he walks that road with us. And he knows we just celebrated Easter. He knows. Let God reveal his love to you this morning. Open your ears and your heart to him this morning.
2: to my spirit this morning that connection is on God's heart and I want to invite you to come out and fill the space up and we're going to sing that song again and if you are hungry to connect with them if you know the the words of the song are an expression of the way you're feeling God wants to connect with you this morning but I just said to my spirit that there needs to be a bit of an action faith a faith action that would be coming out of our seats. I really want to pray for everyone who comes, but you're coming to stand before Jesus. You're coming to connect with Jesus. And as you respond, as you take a step toward Him, the Bible says, seek and you'll find me. Seek and you'll find me. So I invite you to come out of your seats. Come down in here. If you really want to connect with Jesus this morning, open your hearts before Him. It's not a magic Anything, but I really sense an invitation from the Holy Spirit this morning. Do you want to sing? Just know. Yeah. Might have to squeeze in a bit. it's alright.
4: Isn't that a beautiful atmosphere? Nairi just came and said that she saw Jesus was turning water into wine. So if you're feeling that, receive it. Isn't that great? Beautiful, beautiful picture, beautiful words. Well, if you continue in this atmosphere, I'm going to ask you to, to go and take your seats, but we're going to carry on in this atmosphere this morning. Thank you team. It's beautiful. Thank you God for what you are doing. Thank you God for what you are continuing to do this morning. Thank you. Now I actually... Felt like um, that was going to happen a little bit later, but it happened now, which is fantastic. <laughs> which is fantastic. Yeah, just exactly what I saw happening this morning. Isn't that great? So continue to receive this morning. We've we've got um, ANZAC Day coming up on Tuesday, and um, I. Well, it's a day that we get to honor. It's, it's, it's fantastic. We get to honor the Australian and New Zealand Army Corps. And I wanted to share with you, there are three people that I know of, actually there could be more, but three people that I know of that are serving as padres or um, chaplains from within our church movement um, in our country. And so Pastor Anthony Hawes, he is um, the chief padre or the chief chaplain for the New Zealand Defence Forces. So over the entire New Zealand Defence Forces, Pastor Anthony Hawes, he was in this church. He was actually my youth leader back in the day and went on to pastor churches around New Zealand and then felt called to become a chaplain. He is now the, the, um, the head uh, padre for what New Zealand... Defence Forces. Also, we've got um, Pastor Lionel Smith, if any of you know him. He's chaplain in the army, and his wife, Bex, has recently become a a family chaplain as well. And Pastor Richard Lander, how many of you know him? He he pastors, uh, along with his wife, Chrissy, our Activate Church in Papakura, and um, he is training to become a a Padre or chaplain in the Navy at this moment, along with part where his wife is pastor in the church in Pabakura while he trains. So I wanted to pray for that for them right now, um, because they' they are family and in significant roles. So God, I thank you for our country, I thank you for I thank you for the relationship also with Australia and New Zealand, and I thank you that we get to honour. Uh, the ones that have gone before, and also the ones that who are serving now, and we think of uh, we think of Anthony and Lionel and and Richard right now. God, I pray that uh, they would know Your blessing, Your anointing upon them today and this week, as as uh, we remember and commemorate uh, this day, this week. Uh, God may. Their families know your protection upon them. May they know your protection. May they know your wisdom, your guidance upon them. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So, um, war from Tuesday. War is all about trials, and so I actually want to speak about trials today. And so that's probably where I was leading to that time that we just had had then. So keep receiving, keep receiving, because God, even though I'm speaking about trials, God wants to encourage every single one of us this morning. Uh, And kids, if there are kids in the room, then you can, if you want, you can count the word uh, trials, how many times I say the word trials. And then Jem's has got some sweets, is that right, back there? You can go and see her afterwards and tell her how many times. I'd like to know too, thanks. (laughs) Okay, the word trials. Okay, so we all go through trials. We all go through winter seasons, don't we? We all go through winter seasons. Grief, sickness, work-related stress, redundancies. Maybe we've been stabbed in the back. Theft, accidents, family trials, housing trials, failing exams, natural disasters. We all go through trials. None of us are exempt. Unfortunately, the church are not immune to trials. What a shame. But we live in this fallen world. So trials are a part of this fallen world. We get to look forward to reaching another world. When we pass on, we go to glory and tears are gone. Trials are gone. Yes. But at this point, we live in the fallen world and we go through trials. And recently I have uh, seen two fantastic movies, although if you don't like um, blood and gore and all that, then you know not so good, but they're based on um, true stories. One is Unbroken, here's how many have seen Unbroken. Yes, the true story of Louis Zamperini and the other one is Hacksaw Ridge with Desmond Doss uh, fantastic movies, lots of blood and violence, so if you don't, I had, did have to look away and, and cringe a lot, but based around true stories and incredible, amazing um, characters that went through trials and I guess they, you know, they persevered, they, they got through them. So I want to share a little clip, a tribute uh, with you of Louis Zamperini, if we can get that up on the screen. Joan, thank you. Have a little look at the screen.
0: Of Louis Zamperini.
2: I was actually on my way to bed on the night of July 2nd, and I heard my cell phone make a little noise, and decided to check that last message. And it was Louis's daughter Cynthia telling me he had passed away that night. And I got down on my floor and had a had a good long cry about it. And. I felt almost surprised that he had died, even though he was 97 years old, because he seemed immortal. And not just because he had faced death over and over and found a way through every time, but because his spirit was so strong, so vital, that it seemed immortal. My grandfather has been a lot of things to a lot of people. He's a testament to the strength and resilience of the human spirit. But to me, he's always just been my grandpa, the loving, kind, and generous man who went above and beyond to give me a chance at a better life than he had, and the wisdom to be a better man than he was. That's a tough act to follow.
1: While my heart is indeed broken, we won't get to see Louis on the red carpet. His spirit and love of life will remain unbroken for eternity. The last time I talked to him before he passed away, I said, Dad, you're dying today, but your work continues. And his story is being told to millions and millions and millions for years to come.
5: I brought the film to the hospital the day before he went to ICU. And uh, it, it was amazing. It was amazing because he was, it was looking at this beautiful Beautiful face of this 97-year-old man with those still sparkling beautiful blue eyes and showing him his life when he first saw the, the planes, it starts with the planes, and he saw Donald and he said under his breath, Phil. And I thought, oh, Phil, he remembers Phil. Like it had nothing to do with whether or not I did a good shot or whether or not the, the movie's great. He didn't he was just seeing Phil. And when the flak went off, He jumped and had a reaction because that was the war he was in and he remembers those days. And when he was running, when he watched himself running, was I I can't explain what that I, I felt so privileged to be witnessing this moment. Watching somebody who's at the end of their life, watching himself be at the peak of his physical ability, and seeing himself with his brother, who, you know, in Louis's mind, he's he was very very devout christian and believed as soon as he passed away he would be with pete again and his mom and dad and so to watch him reflect and kind of visit with them and remember their times together right before he was preparing to be with them in heaven it was it was extraordinary it's extraordinary
4: an amazing man along with Desmond Doss. And I know we have amazing men and women here today. And these ones, I look at them and they are an incredible, I mean, you know, a movie was made about them. They're incredible light in the darkness. Uh, Louis Zamperini, he became a Christian after he went through hell, basically torture, all sorts, where he, a place where he should have died. He became a Christian um, after that. And uh, Desmond Doss—he he stood f- firm in his faith uh, through, the, through the trials. They were incredible, incredible lights in the dark, and they would continue. They both passed away, but they continue to be light in the darkness. Second Corinthians chapter four, verses verses six to eleven. Second Corinthians chapter four, verses six to eleven says, "For God who said," Let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts, so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus, so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. And then carrying on from verse 15. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. We don't give up. That we fix our eyes on Jesus, we fix our eyes on God. He will never abandon us. And I don't want to minimize anyone's trials this morning. I don't want to offend anybody because I—I mean, goodness me! In preparing for this message, I have come across within our church family so many in this past week that are going through huge trials. It's like, oh gosh, God, what are you saying? What are you saying? But I believe he wants to encourage us. He wants to encourage us. Yes, we are not immune to the trials, but he wants to encourage us to fix our eyes on him. He will never abandon us. He will never leave us or forsake us. And last, uh, last weekend, we celebrated Easter, and that was really special uh, to do, especially for Christians, isn't it? And we're celebrating Easter. And I want to share a scripture where Jesus um, is is, um, sharing some fantastic news. Just before he went to the cross, this is what he's sharing. He says in John 14, 16, he says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Yes. Yes. He will never, ever leave us. Jesus went, but he sent the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, who is our strength. He will never leave us. Jesus said, it's going to be better. It's going to be better when I go because the Holy Spirit can be with us always. He is our comforter, our strength, our peace. He gives us wisdom and hope and guidance. He never leaves us. We need to continually look to Him, continually look to Him. The Bible is full of trials and suffering, full of trials and suffering, yet it it encourages us through it. The book of Job, whoa, (laughs) full of suffering. And Job is amazing, he stood firm, wow, he really kicked the enemy in the butt, so to speak. The book of James talks about testings and you know be be joyful and and then it carries on in one peter one and and you know i mean i could I could be here forever talking about all the um, all the trials and suffering. I think it's really a lot easier to look at the Bible and find the places that aren't that don't talk about trials and suffering and and fixing our eyes on him and, and persevering and endurance, it will be a whole lot easier to find the places that don't talk about those things. Psalm 23 verse 4 says, Even when I walk through the dark, darkest valley, it's not if, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. Psalm 121 verses 1 and 2, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Whew. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Colossians 1 verse 11, we also pray that you will be strengthened with his glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. Why is it talking about endurance and patience? (laughs) Because we all go through trials. We all need endurance and patience. I hope you're not feeling, you know, flattened. I, I do want to encourage us this morning. We all go through trials, but it We can be encouraged because he is with us. I can fix my eyes on him. He will never leave me. If we look at characters in the Bible, I don't know about you, but I don't think there is any one character in the Bible that didn't go through trials. And come and tell me if you can think of anyone, but I guess all of them lived in a fallen world. Every one of them. Daniel, he's put into a den of lions. I haven't had that happen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were thrown into a fiery furnace. Whoa, that's pretty serious. That's pretty serious trials. Joseph, he was sold into slavery by his own brothers. Wow. And then after that, he's unjustly accused and sent to jail. He's totally innocent poor guy. (laughs) Esther, she's taken into the king's harem. Her life is later put at threat. And then not only that, her own life at threat, but she's carrying the responsibility of the threat of the lives of all of her people, the Jews. Is that her? I mean, imagine the sweat she must have been going through, that girl. Incredible responsibility upon his shoulders. These ones could have had, had arguments. These ones, in the, I, you know, I could go on and on about all the characters in the Bible. They could have had arguments. I mean, maybe, you know, when they get there, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, you think you went through trials. You didn't go into the lion's den or whatever. And then, you know, it, carrying on, great big arguments. And today, we could have arguments, couldn't we? We could have arguments. Yeah, you really think you're suffering? Well, let me tell you my story. You know, we could have arguments, but the thing is, we all go through trials, and it's not about which is tougher, which is worse, Um, but the, the main thing is that I believe God wants to encourage the church, us, the body of Christ today, is that fix our eyes on Him no matter how tough, no matter what our trial is that we're going through or have been through or are yet to go through, we need to fix our eyes on him. We need to lift our eyes to him. We need to be purposed to fix our eyes on him. We need him, we need his strength. Never, never, never don't give the enemy any glory. Give God the glory fix our eyes on him, never take our eyes off, off him. Others are going to always let us down, but God will always be our constant. He will never leave or forsake us. And, you know, it, it, even in the times, I love how, how David, you know, that, that Psalm before that Graham read, you know, it's full of of, oh, wow, you know, going through the trials. And, the, and I love it how David said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. I will. He didn't really feel like it. You know, we, we read, just read have a good read of the Psalms. He didn't always feel like it, but he told himself, I will bless the Lord. I'm not going to give the enemy glory. I'm going to give God the glory. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. We're in a spiritual battle. The Bible t- tells us we're in a spiritual battle. Ephesians 6 tells us to put on every piece of ga- God's armour and to pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. It tells us to stay alert and be persistent in our prayers for all believers everywhere. Why does it tell us that? Because we're in a battle where we all go through trials. <laughs> so put on the armour, pray at all times, Pray for other believers everywhere. Hebrews chapter 12, verses one to three. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. You know, if you read what it's talking about beforehand, all these ones that have gone before us and some of them, you know, it's it's, it's quite gory really, isn't it? It says about them being sawed in half and all sorts, tortured, they've gone before, they're cheering us on cheering us on. We're going, they're going, come on, you can do it. Fix your eyes on him. You can do it. We went through it too. Fix your eyes on him. So let me carry on. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. When I picture that, you know, it says strip off every weight or the sin that so easily trips us up, every weight that slows us down. I picture, you know, at the start of a race and they, and the runners are there and, and they take off their jacket and, you know, they get ready to go. They, I, mean, I don't know how that feels, actually. but um, Oh, no, no, I would probably do in primary school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I don't picture it around the racing track, but I picture it, you know, uh, one of the what do you call it, like cross-country runs, you know, over rocks and over mountains, and, and you know, but they're, they're ready. They're ready to go. They're ready, and they're, you know, they're, they're, they know what they're about. Oh, yes, there's some rocks and mountains before me, but I'm going to fix my eyes on him. I'm going to get through. I'm going to climb through that mud. I'm going to uh, keep my eyes on him. So then it carries on. It says, let us run with endurance, the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Tells us to think about all the hostility that Jesus endured from sinful people. Because you know, I know when I sometimes read about you know what Jesus endured and the, and how they scorned him and everything. I sometimes I think, oh Jesus, I just wish you would just you know, God, I'm to you know you know that he had the power to just give it to them, but he didn't. He 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 endured it for us, for me. He endured it. We need to think about what he endured. He, he made it. He is the victor. He is the conqueror. So I can stand on that. I can stand on the authority that Jesus has. I can stand on what he has done and what he has uh, accomplished before me. I can stand on that. Let us not become weary and give up. We're in this fallen world. We go through trials. I want to encourage us Today, fix our eyes on him, purposed to fix our eyes on him. Pray, have others pray with you. Ask others to pray with you. We're in this together. That's the church, the body of Christ. We're in this together. Let's glorify God, not the evil one. Let the peace, hope, love, strength, wisdom, perseverance, Patience, joy that we carry stand out to others. Now that's you know like Louis and Desmond that I talked about before. It is that that people saw. You know here's Angelina Jolie going, wow, you know he knew where he was going. It stood out. He's a light in the darkness. We can be a light in the darkness, even if we are going through huge trials, huge trials. We can be a light. Sock that to the enemy. That's a great way to sock it to the enemy, isn't it? Be a light in the darkness. Let people go, wow, how is it that they've got that incredible hope? How is it that they've got enjoy- that joy? Wow, they've even got peace. Wow, how is that? We know how, don't we? Because when we fix our eyes on Jesus, when we receive his strength, we can stand strong. We can stand out to others. Matthew five fourteen, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. He's speaking to us. He said, first of all, he said, I'm the light, but then he said, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Sometimes when we're going through trials, we can feel like, no, I can't be a light on the hilltop. I cannot be like a city on a hilltop But yes, we can. Yes, we can. We can be purposed to be that city on a hilltop even through trials because of him. Because of him, he will never leave or forsake us. Because of him, we can be light in the darkness. I watched another interview uh, of Louis Zamperini's, and this is when it was probably not long before he um, passed away. And so he passed away at 97, I think, hey, amazing. Um, He said that God got him through post-traumatic stress syndrome. Isn't that cool? He said, God got me through that. Then he said, and and, and I wrote this down word for word, he said, we are a hardy generation. We have problems every day that we have to overcome. We don't stop in the middle of a problem. If you come up against a roadblock, what do you do? And he said, you become resolute. I thought, oh yeah, I like it. And I looked up the word resolute. And do you know what it says? Admirably purposeful. I like that. Admirably purposeful. Determined and unwavering. That is the church. Admirably purposeful, keeping our eyes fixed on him. I am admirably purposeful about keeping my eyes fixed on him. Practically, when you're going through trials, I am not saying that you need to hold it all together, okay? It is okay to have a really good cry on your bed or whatever you need to do. Practically, well, that's what I need to do sometimes. When you're going through trials, it's okay. It's okay to to fall apart—it's okay. Just keep your eyes fixed on Him. Practically, it's good to sing out to others. Get friends, family around about you. Get your activate group praying for you. Contact the church office and ask the pastoral team to to um, help you help you through your trials. Practically, you need others around you. Book in for a a sozo prayer ministry appointment. Practically, we need to be able to gather together. We need others around us. And it's okay to have a good old cry. But fix our eyes on him. And he is always with us. Never, ever, ever forget that he is always with you, even when he feels silent. Never forget that. Never forget it. He is always with you. Tell the enemy that. He is with me always. He will never leave me or forsake me. I would hate to go through trials without God. I would hate that. And so I want to, if, if everyone would please close their eyes. Now I want to give opportunity, if there is anyone here today at all that you feel like, I don't, I don't feel like I have God with me. I don't even know what it is to live in a relationship with him then I would love to give you opportunity to to respond to him this morning and say, God, I need you. I need you. Man, I need him. And so if you want to respond to him today, I want to pray with you. Does anyone want to respond this morning to him? Just give me a wave. God, I thank you that you are with us always. I thank you that you never, ever leave us or forsake us. I thank you for your incredible strength that you give us, for your peace, for your love. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that you meet us right where we are. God, may we be purposed to fix our eyes on you. May we rise up as the church fixing our eyes on you, being the light in the darkness, no matter what we are going through, may we stand out, may we be able to be a help to others around around us, because of what we have in you thank you God for meeting everyone right now those that are particularly struggling right now, thank you God for meeting them today thank you for your peace upon them today your joy today. Thank you God that we can have supernatural joy despite what we're going through. Thank you God for that. thank you for wisdom. thank you Lord amen amen so be encouraged church fix your eyes on him he is always with us we need to be purposed purposed to fix our eyes on him. Purpose to reflect Him. Purpose to put armour on. Purpose to pray. Purpose to bless. Bless the Lord. Purpose to praise. We need to be purpose to give Him glory, not the enemy. Purpose to be salt and light. I want to be light despite the trials. I want to be light in the darkness to those around us. God bless.
2: Thank you, Jen. I love
1: that.